Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you guys on a beautiful sunny day here in Scottsdale, Arizona, where it is a high of 75 degrees. We are finally getting to the reason why we all live here, where it's beautiful during the winter. Um, but I will stop bragging because if you are living in the Midwest like I used to, you're probably in snow and negative degrees right now. So I apologize if you guys are there. But today's episode, I wanted to go over this because this is the most common thing I get asked, right? And it's the probably the number one thing, one of the number one things for your deciding factor of what career to do. Do you like it? But also money. And so I'm titling, let's talk money and medical device sales. And so today I really am going to kind of dive deep into certain things for like what to kind of expect from my experience on how much money to make. I'm going to go over a report from medreps.com uh, going over the salaries of average compensation and all that good stuff. Um, so before we jump into that, you guys, if you guys are following us on YouTube, pl- press that like and subscribe button. And with that said, we just hit a thousand subscribers, so I just want to say thank you to everyone. I could not do this without you. The support means the world, so thank you so much. If you guys aren't following, please go over to the YouTube and press that like and subscribe button uh, so you can see more videos that we can continue to put out. If you guys are listening on the podcast, please press that, uh, not like, do a five-star review so we can continue to grow this channel. And then, again, I wanted to show you guys we have those I Broke In t-shirts. I've been sending them out. I have to go actually get more made again um, because a lot of people are breaking in, which is awesome. And I am working on, eventually, I will be posting that to social media, which I've done a couple times already, and then as well as posting it to the website, just making a little community, showing you guys off with how hard you worked, and then also... Um, from the t-shirts, I want to be able to uh, just I get an email list. So I'm working on that. We have the website. Everything's just rolling with that. And then if you guys have it, new to medical device sales.com, you can go grab a book on how I broke in with getting four job offers from top 30 medical device sales companies with no previous job or previous sales experience, excuse me. And then we are working on, I finally finished 100%. It's in editing right now, my second book, hopefully in the next two, three, four weeks. I know I keep saying that, but you know, with writing a book, it comes with a lot of editing, fine things you think you're done and then you're not and working on the legal stuff. So um, getting that out to you guys again about going on how I've, what I've learned in my first year uh, being a rep and then also kind of digging deep on what to expect, um, what I didn't know, what I wish I would have known, just kind of give you guys a cheat sheet of everything I've learned and then also how I've taken my territory from the lowest performing territory in the nation to no longer that. Just check today and we are running at 120% to plan um, and that was with an increase. So thumbs up for me uh, liking that. Again, I always say this with everybody with sales, it could flip tomorrow, right? COVID could happen and all that. 120% could go to 0%, right? Like you just always have to continue to grow and just not get cocky because sales is really good at putting you down if you get cocky and too confident. Um, so again, always just staying humble. I'm just very fortunate. And again, uh, still got six months. So having to continue to work hard and continue to grow our territory. But let's get into it. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about what can you expect to be in medical device sales and kind of do a report. Now, like I said, this report is from medreps.com. It is the 2020 uh, medical device sales salary report. I did the medical device of 2020 because it's going to give you a little better understanding because it they do a year back. So for example, I'm in fiscal year 2022 right now, um, but we're actually in the year 2021. So this will kind of give us a little better understanding. COVID did have 
an effect on certain industries and especially this industry where a lot of people weren't working. So like last year could be kind of affected with that. So I wanted to go to the year before that to kind of just show you guys some of the earnings, what the possibility is for medical device sales. And, and then really just kind of talk about my experience, what my tips are to everybody and just kind of going on from there. Um, so Going into the 2020 average income. So when we're going to income, the average compensation when it was looking at as a whole, and again, I'll go into, you know what, let me go find that real quick. So normally it's going to tell you by people who reported into this. Um, and so let's see if I can find it real quick. So when it comes down to it, the average person that responded to this, um, it's actually not saying, but I know I've looked at other ones that usually it's around 10 years. So again, it's good. It takes it actually from everybody. I, I am looking at that. So it's going to show you everybody. I can kind of dive deeper, but average compensation for everybody. This is talking about just medical device sales. This is also talking presidents, sales reps, all that good stuff. The average total compensation in 2020 was $180,146. Um, average base was $92,634. And the average bonus slash commission is $98,186. So again, if you guys don't know that, if we're talking about like, hey, what's your total compensation? If it's $180,000, as you're seeing, usually $90,000. So about half of it is about your base, which are, and that's just meaning guaranteed. So out of the 12 months, they would take that $92,000. They would split it up between 12 months, and then they would pay you out every month at that, and that's guaranteed. And then your average bonus slash commission is based off your sales, right? So for example, if you look at a lot of these jobs, they could be like, at plan, you're at $180,000. So as long as your territory, like I said, I'm at 120, as long as my territory is running at 100%, I'll make that money. I'll make that 180 at plan or that 90,000 extra of commission if I was 90, 90 and my average compensation would be 180, right? So as long as I'm at plan, I would make that. Now, if I'm underneath plan, I would make less in my commission. So if you're running that 90% plan, well, you could do 90% of the 90,000 that you're supposed to get. And that's what you would actually be getting paid out. Just understand um, that some companies are very different. And I, so I learned this with the companies that I've been interviewing with and that I'm in with. And it's, so some of these companies will be like, they, they weight it differently. So for example, if they're, some of the companies I know, if you're under 80%, they'll give you 0.5 per percent that you're at. And then once you get over 80%, then you get like $2.2 for every percent that you're over. So what that's pretty much saying is if you're under 80%, you're gonna not, you're not going to make a lot of money because they have it structured. But if you're between 80 and 100%, then you'll make most of your money. And then if your bonuses, each one's a little different. Some will do like payouts. Some will do no cap. You can make whatever. Some will do um, like percentage overage. For example, you could get 20% of everything you're over. So if you go $100,000 over to plan, you get 20%, you get $20,000 at the end of the year tacked on to everything else that you've done. So again, I'm throwing out some big numbers with this. Um, let me just make this very clear. When I'm saying the average compensation is 180K, let me promise you guys, if you are trying to break in, you will not make $180,000 um, your first year, especially if you're an associate. Let I will talk about that next as we break down into it. So let, let's talk about uh, the conversation and then I'll go into like associate because it's going to be a little different for you guys. But again, going in this, this so they were talking about, hey, we're going to go into compensation from small, medium, large um, companies. So small is defined as 50 or fewer employees. That was at $154,426 was the average compensation for them. That was with base and uh, commission. Mediums was 51 to 999 
employees, and that's $180,615. And then large companies such as 1,000 plus full-time employees, your average compensation was $188,685. Now, this is where it becomes actually more what you want to be looking at. So, for example, field sales, the average, so this would be your actual sales reps, the average was $173,894. Your sales managers, so regional district managers, the average was $254,423. And then the sales director or the VP would be at $272,761. That was, again, the average um, in 2020 for that. So when you're looking at that, it's going to be a little different. Now, the one thing I want to talk about is if you guys are looking at like experience, experience is going to play a huge role. So under here does a great job. This is saying, so again, going back to averages. So the average person um, for average total compensation under two years was $94,000. So again, you can see how that's not anywhere close to 180K, right? That's with the VPs and managers and people with 10 plus years experience. That's where they're factored at in there. So again, just because it's the average does not mean you will make that. So again, if you guys are first starting out, you know, it says under two years, you can expect to make $94,000. If you have been in for two to five years, the average was $137,440. If you've been between six to 10 years, the average was $197,954. Again, just understand once you guys are getting to that point, you're probably getting closer to the manager um, realm. And then 11 to 20 years was $217,772. And then 20 plus years, $212,455. So again, I, these are giant numbers. Once you talk about experience, you're getting into this. But like it showed, you will not be making 180 k when you first break into medical device sales. That is something that I want to make sure is stated very well because everyone always tells me like they're like 150 k I can't wait to make that. And I'm like, well, when you're an associate, you're not. So um, again, so just take that with a grain of salt. What it says is the average. Yes, it would be great. But again, the average is factoring the people that make two, 300,000 plus, and they've been in for five plus years and you are a baby. You don't know anything and you will make no money. Um, and that's just the real honest truth. So let's go into associate. So mo majority of you guys listening to me are going in to be an associate sales rep, right? You don't have that sales experience, you um, medical device sales experience. I mean by that, and you don't have you haven't broken in yet. So you're just trying to get into the industry. So you're going into that entry level role, which is the associate sales rep. From my experience, again, this is from when I interviewed the job offers I got offered as an associate sales rep. Again, I'm very fortunate to be a full line sales rep. Um, I came into a position with one of the top companies to do that. So I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful for the opportunity that has come. But also with that, I worked my butt off to get where I am. Um, but again, I probably should have came in as an associate because you have to earn your stripes is what they always say, right? And uh, I, I interviewed for three three of these companies were uh, associate sales reps. One was full line sales rep, and I took the full line sales rep role. So I had my own territory quota and all the good fun stuff that comes with it. And so for my associate, from my experience, and this is from me personally and other people I've talked to, the average sales rep is or associate sales rep is probably going to make between fifty and seventy five thousand dollars. So for me, I got offered several jobs. Um, you know, one was at seventy k. I got offered as an associate. The other one was going to be fifty five k with the option of like, hey, if your person that you're working under, so if your uh, sales rep or territory manager hits quota, you get 
a bonus at the end of the year, right? So if they perform, you perform. And so that's how it goes into like helping each other's territory. So that's something to keep in mind. But like, again, you're going to make 55. If they did great, you got a $10,000 bonus and they get paid out even more. Um, So that's something to be thinking of. I have, this is something I want to talk to. I've talked to people. I talked to one of the people um, that got into trauma and they paid them $48,000 a year. Let me make this very clear, my friends. If you are in trauma and making $48,000 a year, first off, they will pay your salary in one week with one surgery or two surgeries. And second off, you could probably go work McDonald's and work way less or work the same amount of hours and probably make as much. Um, Again, it is the intro to breaking in and getting in there. But this is the talk. I actually just had a great talk with a a candidate yesterday. He's going between two top companies. They're both offering opportunities. I told him, make sure to leverage because they usually keep five to 15,000. I always said about 10 grand um, and some wiggle room, right? To discuss. Because for example, I did this. If I got offered a job that offered me 55K, right? It was the one job that offered me 55K and this other job offered me 70K and be like, hey, you guys are my top choice, but I have a company that is offering me $70,000. I, I need some help bridging the gap because, you know, like 15K starting out is it's a big deal, right? And so then that's where you can have some wiggle room if they really want you. If you are the top candidate, you might be able to, you know, take that from 55 to 65 or 67 and it's what the company you want. So just being able to talk to that. That is the thing that I will say with everybody that is coming out to be an associate. It can be challenging, but in the same respect, it matters what division you go into. I know some divisions um such as like I've heard it in like certain divisions like energy or cardiac, they could start their reps at 100K and that's associate, right? So your your associate, your break-in is starting in at $100,000. So again, take it with a grain of salt. But from my experience when I was doing it and when with reps I'm talking to now, usually between that fifty-five dollars and $70,000 a year is the salary I'm learning and was offered. But there are some that underpay that, of course, you know, like the person I talked to who took it for under 50, which is... They did it. He was just out of college and that's super tough. So um, they just 48,000 when you're out of college sounds like a lot of money and it's literally no money at all once you get out to the real world. And I don't say that to be arrogant. Like I lived off of my, when I first moved out here, I literally had $1,200 to my name and my first year of training, I made like $20,000. I made no money. Um, And I lived off that. But what I'm saying that is by the time you pay rent, you if you're paying for your car insurance, you're paying for a phone bill, you're paying for like all the groceries, dates, like if you're going out and being social with somebody, like it costs money. And so like if you say, hey, you're going to make $48,000, well, that's $4,000 a month. Well, by the time you take taxes out, insurance, whatever, so say that 4000 actually turns into $2,900. Now you have $2,900 to pay rent. Like if you're here in like Phoenix, you're probably paying 1000 bucks minimum. So now that twenty nine goes to 1900 and now you got to pay for car insurance, gas, all blah, blah, blah. And like now you're left with 700 bucks, right? 600 So again, that I just, I'm just trying to be a realist. I want you guys to succeed. I've told people don't take jobs because it's not enough money for you to live and you would be strapped trying to do it. Um, and that's just the reality. And the thing I try to have talks with everybody is when you're an associate, it's your time to earn your stripes, right? It's your time to learn. It's time to grind. It's time to just get more educated. But please do not miss this point. This is probably the most important point of the whole podcast. Most of these companies will pay your salary within the first week, if not like the first month, right? Like some of these people, like especially in ortho, you're like, you're nuts if you don't think they're charging the hospital 30 grand for one surgery, 
if you have five surgeries in a week, you can do the math. They just paid your whole salary, plus now they're making money and it's a company, right? But that is the whole point of a company, right? They pay an employee less. They make more. It's the profit. That's how this world works. But just this is my biggest talk to everybody. You got to defend yourself because they're, they're literally going to try to give you the least amount of money and get the most out of work out of you, right? And so if you do it for 50K um, and you have no other wiggle room, it's like, okay, well, they literally, especially if you're like an ortho or some of these like bigger ones that are um, – bigger profit areas it's like they literally could make in three days they could make your whole salary or in a week they make your whole salary pay you off and now the next 51 weeks they're just making money right so again just just understand that but i i kind of want to go into a little deeper so i'm just going to give you guys personal experience for me so once you guys break in, once you get into a full line sales rep, that you're going to see the big money, right? So let's just go down here and let's say the average person, what they said, under two years experience. Say you came and been, you were a um, associate sales rep. You did it for a year and a half. Now you broke in as a full line sales rep. You're going to make around 100K. So they're going to give you what here says is about 61,000 as a base and then 34 as base and commission. So again, thinking about um, 61,000. 374 is what this has would be every month you get that split divided by 12 and you're going to get paid out that guaranteed every month. And then they give you a commission of 34,604 for a total of 94,164. That was the average, right? But that's your commission. That's going based off your sales. So you're guaranteed the 60, you might make 35 to 40, whatever you do with your sales. Now, this is the thing I try to have the talk with everybody and I'm as open and as honest because this is the big talk that people like not want to talk about with money. Um, so my best advice is if you are a W-2 employee, and all that means is if you work for a company and you are their employee, that means you are a W-2 compared to if you work for like a distributorship and you are a 1099, which means you have your own LLC, and then you are contracted through another company to go sell, right? And you're paying out of your own stuff, and then you do your own taxes at the end of the year. It would be a little different, but I'm coming to you as the type of W-2 employee. This is from my experience. So with that, I'm coming with a company that, you know, they are going to do a 401k match. I, usually, I think it's around 6% for me. Um, they're going to give insurances, right? They're going to cover a bunch of things and I just pay into it. It comes out of my check and then I get it. And it's great. I don't have to think about it. Um, but this is where I want people to really think about it. Because if you're a startup or not a startup, but a W-2, like, or sorry, a 1099 employee, or you're like a, um, your own contracted person, this is where I encourage everybody to start researching LLCs and businesses. You get tax write-offs, right? So if you need a vehicle to work, that's a tax write-off. You need to pay for gas tax. Write like those are the things I'm not mentioning because that's a whole different sector. That's not what I'm doing. I did it as a personal trainer when I had my own personal training business, my own LLC and doing that stuff. But when you're working for a W-2, you're working for some of the big companies. If you Google med device that you'd be a W-2, this is the talk I want to have with you. If you see a hundred thousand dollars, right? It says, Hey, Jacob, we're going to pay you a hundred K. And you're like, Oh my gosh, that's $8,333 every single month. Right. And that's what that's divided by 12. You're like, I'm freaking rich. Right. Especially if you came from making $33,000, you're rich, right? Like that's amazing. And, and it's a big thing. But the thing I want everybody to hear from me on average, from my personal experience, by the time they take out insurance, 401k, everything else they're taking out, dental, vision, you know, like I got a pup, so I now have pet insurance, like all these little things. But by the time you take all that, you max out your 401k and you get 
taxes, which nobody thinks about taxes, but you get your taxes and you say bye-bye to a lot of your money, like you probably will see half of that money. 50, 55% is a common thing I've been told. So for example, let's just make life easy. And I, I use this when I talk to people all the time. Let's say you make 120K. You're gonna make $120,000, that's 10 grand a month. You can expect they're gonna pay you 10 grand a month and you're like, I'm rich, let's go to the steakhouse, let's go do this thing, right? And then by the time you get everything taken out, you just made $5,200. Now, again, $5,200 is still a lot of money and it's good for you, but it's a little different than a hundred or it's a little different than 10 grand, right? If you're expecting to make 10 grand a month and then it's like, well, I only made 52. Where's, you know, where's the $4,800? Welcome to taxes, insurance, everything else paid out. Um, so like, this is the talk nobody ever talks about. They're always so uh, surprised to learn about it because I was surprised to learn about it. You know, like I got told what I was going to make. They give you a six month guarantee when you first get hired because you don't know the job. They're trying to get you started, onboarded. But like I got paid and I'm like, where's all my money? Where, where'd it go? I thought I was going to get paid more. And then it's like, you go look and you know, nothing feels great when it's like, oh, I just lost $3,000 from a paycheck to taxes. And again, I have this talk with everybody. First world problems, right? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm paying money to taxes. I'm making that. But this is my my switch to everybody else. What about when it's you and you work hard and you are busting your butt and waking up in the middle of the night and doing everything. And now just for no reason, you just lost three, four grand. It's not as much fun when it's you and compared to someone else. So the grass is always greener. I say that to everybody. Um, some people will be like, oh, I'm happy to pay my taxes and, and good for you. I hope I hope you pay all your taxes in the world. But uh, like if you're the person, right, it can really suck to be like, I'm going to make 10 grand this month. And it's like, I got paid five. And now you still have all your expenses that you have to do. Insurance is taken care of. But then you have all your other stuff, right? If you have, you know, say you got that still, you still pay $1,000 for that. You don't, you have a, they usually will give you a car allowance, but say you pay car insurance on your own, right? And then you're going to get groceries and you still want to do that. Well, five grand in the big scheme of things goes away pretty fast. The good news though, is if you're getting that 401k, they're helping you with your retirement, right? So I max mine out. They give me a 6% match. So by the end of the year, you know, I've put away a good amount of money. Um, and the company is just matching it and it's a great, great option. So again, there's nothing bad this, and this is not a good or a bad, this is just like a real honest talk with you guys about money in medical device sales, because everybody hears the 150 K 200, three, dollars which it's very challenging to make over 200, $300,000 unless you're in a certain division that they can make that some of them do, but it's a lot less common than like back in the day. A lot less regulations, a lot less like worried about insurance and all that good stuff. So again, you can still make good money. Just understand that as you go up, you should do your research on taxes, right? If you don't know that if you make, you know, like once you, the tax brackets, it's like, I think it's like $40,000. Then you go up the next one's $80,000. Once you get over $80,000, you're paying what I think it is. It's a 22% if you're between 40 and 80 some thousand dollars, like in the range, it's not exact. But then, so you're paying 22% of everything you make. So if you made $100, you pay $22 straight to taxes. And then it's once you get over 80,000 or 84, whatever it is for each person, then it goes to 24. So now a quarter of the money you make, if you make 100,000, you're paying 25 grand straight to taxes. And then I think it's once you get over 150 or 160, it gets up to the 30% or 32. So like, again, this is where everybody's like, oh, boo hoo. But think about this is one third of your money literally just gets taken away from you. You worked hard and the government's like, you make more, so let's just take all of it. 
let's take a third of it, right? And then if you make more money, it just keeps going up. So sometimes it like, if you guys didn't know this, this is where for you guys who are learning about taxes, as you start making money, it can actually be more beneficial to be in the lower tax bracket and make a certain amount and get taxed less. So for example, if you made a hundred and let's say the 165 is the, is the cutoff, right? You'd be better to make 164,000 and get taxed at 24,000 than make 166,000 and get taxed at 30%, right? Or taxed at 24 and then 30%, right? You'd actually make be better in the lower tax bracket, making less money because you pay less in taxes. Um, so this is again, things that you, you want to think about when getting into this. Again, I know I'm talking about first world problems because if you're making over a hundred thousand dollars, you are in like I looked it up, if you're making over like 120, 130 grand, you are in the top 10% of America, right? Like that's a, a very nice place to be, but I just want everybody to be as well, or I can, so I can explain it to you guys. So you guys can be, have as much information and knowledge going into this kind of what to expect. So don't be coming in here. Like people who call me, they, they kill me when they're like, I'm coming in, I'm going to make $200,000 in the first year. And I'm like, you're going to make $52,000. So you better like rechange your mindset because you're going to be the associate. Like that's just the reality of it. And again, I want you guys to go look at this very closely. Like, look at under two years, experience you're making under a hundred K on average. Again, some will make more, but just understand if that's the average, there's someone that someone's making 95, someone's making 120 and somebody's making 62, right? So you might not make the 95 and then going into the two to five years, right? 137,000. That means people between two and five years, some people are making 137,000. Some are making 150, 160. Some are making 82, 65 again. Right. Like, so it all depends on where you're at, what division you get in and all that good stuff. So again, you guys, I hope this is helpful. Again, this isn't supposed to be a bad thing. It's just supposed to be, Hey, this is, this is what it is. This is my experience. This is what I've learned, why I've been in medical device sales. Um, things I wish somebody would have told me about money, but just know this is a great opportunity. There's a bunch of different options and something you guys should look at is just all the different options as I've broken you know, like there's, there's pluses and minuses and bonuses and negatives with every single company and division and whatever it is. And what I mean by that is you might be able to go work for a startup and make more money, but you also might be out of business in a week or not, right? Like that's the gamble you're taking. And, and it, maybe it's not as established compared to another one, but, and the vice versa you might be like a 1099 and you have your own business and you can do your own tax write-offs and you can do certain stuff compared if you're a W-2 and you're just getting told what to do. You're just, it is what it is. And then they're going to make all the rules, right? So like you just have to do the research. You have to be able to look and make the best decision for you. But especially for my my friends and, and again, because you guys are my friends, for everybody who reaches out to me, if you guys are breaking in, just know your worth. Know that like the average is 55 to 70K. Some are making 100, some are making less. But please don't go take these roles for $42,000 or 48 because I promise you, you will learn to hate this job. And I don't say that as a bad thing. It's just you're going to be working so much. And then it's like by the time I always tell people when I was making 20 grand, and it's like you're working all the time and you can barely like I would when I would take my girlfriend out, I'm like fretting over a $50 meal because I'm like, oh, my God, this it's either that or like I could go grab groceries for the week. And right. I lived off 50 bucks for the week. Right. Um, compared to now, doesn't matter to me. doesn't change my life at all. But it's just something to think about. If you are starting out, you want to be smart with your money um, and make sure you can live, especially if you guys like these people I talked to the, the guy I talked to yesterday, he's going to L.A. or San Francisco. 
those are pretty too expensive places. So you got to make sure you're making some money because if you go to LA and make $42,000, you can't even afford rent. Like I, like I looked at rent just to give you guys an idea or like San Francisco, but like I looked at LA cause I got a couple job opportunities out there. I was looking to like live in a crappy place and have roommates for like two to $2,400. So say it's $2,000. By the time you add electricity and utilities, blah, 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 you're looking at 25, 26, $28,000. Well, if you made 50, well, your 50 actually turned into 39 or 40 because of taxes. Welcome to taxes, right? So now you lost 10, 11 grand right away. So now you're down to 40,000. You just spent 29,000 or 28,000 on rent and everything. So now you're living there and you have 10 grand, 11 grand, whatever it is, $10,000 to your name. That's got to cover car, um, groceries, any unexpected trips or, um, emergencies that you have come up just living like a normal human being. You want to go see your friends that cost money, right? So this is just my talk, but in the same respect, so for some people, like that's what you have to do to break in. So again, there's no right or wrong answer. I just wanted to make this episode to shed some more light. Hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully you guys can understand money. And again, I will end it with this way. Medical device sales is a great industry. You can change your life financially. It has for me. I've been able to this year. I really haven't upped my lifestyle, but I've been able to save a lot of money um, and have a lot of success. And again, it's it's now fun to, you know, personally, I'm, I don't really have to worry, you know, three, 400 bucks doesn't kill me anymore. Like I used to like fret and like lose sleep over it. Now it's like, okay, Bam. And so again, this isn't me a bragging at all. I'm not trying to brag at all. It's just me saying this is an industry that if you do well at, it can be very uh, rewarding personally and financially for yourself. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys are listening on the YouTube, please press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening on the podcast, a podcast five-star review helps us grow this channel. And if you guys haven't grabbed that ebook, new to medical device sales.com, where I go in how I got four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies. And you guys will have a second book first year in coming out soon. So I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.